guest today is Brian Casina from Flynn, a Marzano Academy in Westminster Public Schools in Colorado. Welcome. Thank you. So you're the principal there, Brian. I am, yes. So tell us a little bit about your school and yourself and what's happening there. Uh, so Flynn Marzano Academy is uh, a, in its second year of operation and we are the uh, first Marzano Academy as part of the Marzano Academy's network which is a uh, nationwide network to really take the, uh, the research and ideas of Dr. Bob Marzano mm -hmm. and uh, apply it to a school setting. So it is first and foremost a competency-based education system that focuses on more than just the knowledge systems or content that we typically focus uh -huh. our traditional education on. Uh, not that that's not important, but we really believe that if we think about what skills do students need to be armed with to be successful as adults, it's not necessarily just knowing content. It moves beyond that to what we at the Marzano Academies and at Flynn call the cognitive and metacognitive skill sets. So it's teaching kids how to think and then the skills of thinking. So working together, having a growth mindset, um, problem solving, mm and all of the above and so that's our big push right now and it's challenging work but it's the right work. So what was the impetus for you for taking on this drastic change? Well I was already working in Westminster Public Schools as a principal and uh, in Westminster we've been doing comsi based education for over 10 years mm -hmm. and when Dr. Marzano approached our school district about uh, partnering with his academy network it was a no-brainer. We've been looking for outside partnerships to be able to highlight the work that Westminster's been doing, but also to be able to take the research-based practices of Dr. Marzano's work mm. and apply it into the school setting and really start to rethink what education can and should like look like for children. It was a no-brainer for me and an opportunity I jumped at. So was this a school that existed before and you made a transformation or was this like built from the ground up? Uh, we, so we, we were an existing elementary that we actually closed down and then reopened as a K-8. Mm, we okay. did grandfather in all of our existing kids, but in Colorado, um, in order to do some of the innovative work that, that the Marzano Academy and, and requires, uh, we did use some of the waivers that were granted under the Colorado Innovation Schools Act. And so we actually became an innovation school okay. um, when we opened up the academy. Okay. So you said you're in your second year of this transformation to a Marzano Academy. How has it gone so far and what, what do you think is next for you guys? Well, change is hard. Um, and <laughs> yep. even when you have the, the right people on board, it's still really difficult to, to fundamentally shift systems and, and systems level thinking. So we had a great first year. I think one of the big ahas we had from that first year is that it's going to take us several years to be able to really get this in place and to have the practices. Uh, you know, we, we have the change model in our school district that, you know, it starts with unconsciously incompetent mm -hmm. and then it moves to unconsciously or excuse me, consciously uncompetent right. to uh, the top tier being unconsciously competent mm. and we are in the like process that. of trying to move from 
I think where we're at now is probably a, a consciously incompetent uh-huh. and move to <laughs> a unconscious incompetence, especially when we start to rethink what instructional design and delivery and more importantly, what student learning should look like and how do we measure success in that. So you said that you have grandfathered the kids in that were already there. They just kind of just stayed where they were, right? That's correct. And you had some new kids come in also? That's correct. Are they were they, are they by choice, by lottery? Great question. So we are a choice school only. We, we do not have any boundaries. So all of the students that we have are, are making the choice. Those families are choosing to be a part of our school. That's important for us because the... The Marzano Academy does have, uh, especially when you start looking at the cognitive and the metacognitive elements, uh, as well as some of the uh, student culture pieces, we wanted to make sure that we were being transparent with our community, that this is the goals of the school. And we want you and your family to be a part of it, but we also want to make sure that we're the right fit for your family. And and, um, because at the end of the day, uh, not all schools can be everything to all kids. And so we wanted to make sure that we were transparent with our community. And, and a majority of our families did stay. Um, and, but we also had some other families that sought us out after learning about our mission and learning about Dr. Marzano's research and, and said, this is a school I want my child to attend. So what about the teachers? Were they held over from before? Or do you have like a brand new staff and they had choice to come in? So how, how did that whole process work from one year to the, to the Marzano Academy? Uh, so you, you got to have the right people be on board. Yeah. And so what we did is we, we created the innovation plan, which laid out the, the architecture of the school. And more specifically, it also stated to the teachers, this is what will be expected of you as, as educators and what you're going to be required to be teaching kids and, and the culture that you're going to be required to buy into if you want to be a teacher here. Um, the school district uh, gave all of our teachers... Uh, safe passage into another school if they decided not to uh-huh. to move forward with our with our model and um, so we did have some folks that decided you know thanks but no thanks we also had a lot of other folks that said this is exactly where I want to be and so um, it's it was a definitely a year of transition for the school but you know we've got the right folks in the school and and uh, motivated staff and and teachers is how you get motivated kids so what have been the biggest lessons for you as far as leading um, this type of environment? I think that my biggest lesson is you got to go slow to go fast. Yeah. You know, and I think that I had uh, really high ambitions about what we could achieve in year one, year two, year three. And even with, the, with an incredible staff who is motivated and bought into our model, uh, systems level change, transforming the way that we educate kids is not something that happens overnight, even yeah. with the best of teachers. And so I think that's been my biggest realization. And then also realizing that you can never over-communicate your mission enough. Mm-hmm. And, the, and even people that are bought in still need to be reminded, I think, that this is the right work. And, and here's some examples of some successes that we're having along the way, but not shy away from the challenges that we also experience as well. Excellent. Fine. Thank you very much for this conversation. For sure. Today. It's been very, it's very nice to speak to you guys. Yeah.